book and then I it was around the time where I kept hearing things about the secret I was like what is this about <laughs> I read it and you know I, I know um I know your thoughts on it like it's one of those <laughs> I think everyone goes to it to begin with and it's like oh my god I'm gonna just think about a bunch of money coming in and then there it's gonna be and of course it doesn't happen quite like that um but it was a really good introduction of thinking about myself so and I think if you well I can only speak for me but when I suffered really badly with depression Mm. I you know when you get to that such a low place where you're like it's I just remember feeling crouched down on my bed that's just a little bit of a clip from today's pod just to get your juices flowing and it was so incredible to interview Michelle for the podcast she is such a beautiful soul and please check out her insta it's michelle underscore pritchard and i will drop her website and the books that we mentioned in the podcast in the show notes enjoy and some exciting news for our tribe. I will uh, make that announcement next Wednesday on our waffly one. But uh, just a little clip, just so you can think, hmm, what are those two cheeky ladies talking about? Don't know where it's going to take no. you. Start that it's that exciting. I know, it's nuts. So, hey, hey, and welcome wednesday's episode of the tribe raising the vibe now i always promise you that we will have outside experts in on the show and i am so so excited to invite michelle to be speaking to us today i've actually done a collab with her before on facebook um she is a self-development coach she is incredible she does instagram collaborations with other Um, self-development coaches she's done one with me she will fill us in on all of the details she obviously runs her own self-development practice and she does one-to-one sessions and she does instagram lives she runs um courses i actually met michelle at roxy nafusi's manifest um i suppose i keep calling it a seminar i'm not sure what it was in january further ado I am going to ask the lovely Michelle to say hello. Hi, sorry, it went, it went quiet then. Hello, Tia. Thank hello, you. how are you? Um, I'm not too bad. I have got COVID at the moment, which is really annoying, but I wasn't going to let COVID stand in the way of our podcast. So thank you so much for the lovely introduction and having me. No, we, I'm so excited to have you. I just think from, as I said there, we met at Roxy's, one of her, I keep calling it a seminar, I'm not sure what to call it. What would you call uh, it? I think it was, it's, I think she calls them more workshops, doesn't she? Yeah. yeah. Work whilst we're there. <laughs> yeah, we didn't do much work. We were like two naughty school children at the back of the thing. We were. Uh, <laughs> we were. And it's funny because both of us said afterwards, oh my goodness we were just supposed to meet like there really is something about you're just destined to meet certain people and you were definitely one of those because like you said we were giggling you weren't going through a particularly great time and we just kind of like that's when you said oh I'm about to start podcast I was like oh my god that's so exciting and now (laughs) look at where you are it's just crazy it is just crazy how things pan out but I think it's the same for you because I know you were doing your workshops at that point yep. weren't you yeah but it's just really taken off for you because I've seen am I going mad but you're doing another one soon aren't you 
Um, I did one last month. I haven't. Um, I, I love it. <laughs> you make me sound like I've got loads going on, but um, <laughs> you do. You do. I, I, I have done a couple um, like live events near locally where I am, and I did one online recently, and I've got a few other things in um, in what do you call it on the chalk pipeline. In the pipeline, that's it. Yeah, where um, it's yeah. To just, I just want to help people. I think that's kind of why I feel I'm really here, and it's just become a lot clearer. In um, I think since the COVID, really, since the lockdown we had for a lot, and that happened for a lot of people. Yeah, I'd agree. So I'm going to jump straight in because I want to ask you why, why self development, and I think you've just touched on it, but why self development, and where did it start for you? Okay, so I think. I think it really started when um, I read an article and it was Roxina Fusi. Like I always seem to come back to her, but she's she's been such an inspiration. And I probably am one of her number one stalkers, but you know, <laughs> it's out there. I, I'm sure there's quite a few of us that could be her stalker. But... No injunction yet then. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. But she... Um... I think I can't remember what you know those days when you were having magazines she um was writing an article for there and she had it was all about I can't really remember what the article was about but it I just remember it having like self-help books at the bottom and the secret was what was the secret one and feel the fear and do it anyway Mm -hmm. which I had read years ago after I got through a really bad bout of depression and anxiety and someone had recommended that book and you know when like I I had CBT and that worked for me but that book just kind of sewed it all together and made me feel oh my god yep I can I can go forward I can do this um so I think that connection of seeing that book and then I it was around the time where I kept hearing things about the secret I was like what is this about I read it and you know I I know um I know your thoughts on it like it's one of those I think everyone goes to it to begin with and it's like oh my god I'm gonna just think about a bunch of money coming in and then there it's gonna be and of course it doesn't happen quite like that um but it was a really good introduction of thinking about myself so and I think if you well I can only speak for me but when I suffered really badly with depression Mm. I you know when you get to that such a low place where you're like it's I just remember feeling crouched down on my bed going I'm either gonna not live anymore or I've got to live it yeah and luckily I chose to to fix it and um it and I think from that it then just every day or every moment you just take that little bit of step forward I think everyone was telling me different things to try and my mother-in-law actually and I say I've said this so many times in my workshops but my mother-in-law was saying about the whole you've got to you've got to love yourself the most Michelle and I was like uh it's a bit rude <laughs> because um, I'm married to a son and I've got two grandchildren like, like come on um and uh yeah I just couldn't get my head around it at that time but and then you know jump forward perhaps 10 years later or later I, can't, I know time just seems to go away um 
and I really did start to begin to put and recognize the importance of myself so coming back to seeing that with Roxy then I think I went to one of her live workshops and it just it just made sense and it I felt alive like inside I felt alive like I had a really lovely life and you know I'm really lucky and I'm I'm grateful I think my own like self-worth and what I wanted was always perhaps put in the back burner Mm. um so then I then I think Covid hit and then it was just that real what do I want you know like that really open question but can be really hard to it's like I just don't know and there's always that I feel I want more, but I don't know if I deserve it. I feel I want to do this, but all can I? Like all that kind of self-doubt. Yeah, which was like almost crippling because you almost always want to do your best. And I think that's something I've really had to work on in like my inner child self of that, you know, you've got to work hard, you've got to do the best. And sometimes even that's just really exhausting so the more I kind of put into myself and learn about myself and I think my ethos is we're all on this journey you never can feel like you're done like there's always something to learn about yourself from others like and equally those parts of us that we just don't like that's what I've been working on recently through um through one of my coaches of like like I'm kind of in the perimenopause at the moment and I was just really not wanting to be around people and you know when you're like um Michelle this really isn't you you can be like I can be like the life and soul of a party I know be hidden under my duvet and don't you dare make me go out anywhere and I could never really understand why I was kind of one way or another or I'd be around one group of friends and I'd be really silly and really hyper and then with another friend I'd be really serious and I was kind of questioning who the hell am I like why am I this is that am I not being true to myself so and I think when you're going through that kind of self-development you just begin to recognize all those things and see that it's not a bad thing and that it is normal and like we're so lucky in this era that we're able to talk and we're so open about all these things um so I think I've just rambled you have not I am I'm just you're kind of taking me on a journey with you to be honest with you because (laughs) you know yourself you know I, I haven't had the easiest of times no and I think when you are as you rightly say, going through a journey where you're asked to look at yourself under a microscope Mm -hmm. and you're asking to look at the bits of yourself. And I was just listening. And at the moment, I'm kind of in a holding pattern with friendship groups. Mm -hmm. And as you were just saying, you know, around some friends, you're really hyper and around other friends, you're really serious. I'm thinking, oh, my God, she's just talking the (laughs) same language as me. She's saying the same stuff. (laughs) And I think it's about us appreciating that there are many different parts of ourselves and Mm -hmm. some people draw out different parts of you but it doesn't mean that you're not being true to yourself no you've just kind of given me a bit of an aha moment well do do you know what I'm a bit of one of those people that like looks into lots of different things and and again that's something I really love about the self-development journey and equally the community that you become within because I don't know about you Tia but 
it feels so empowering to be in like this well-being or what however it's described as an industry because it is an industry mm-hmm. But I find it so supportive, like coaches supporting coaches, spiritual practice, like everyone supports each other. It's not like, oh, you're going to take something away from me. And there's so much to kind of learn. And um, and that's so recently I've really got into, which is what the next thing I, I'm always like, oh, I want to train in that now. Like, you know, you just get, <laughs> oh, this feels like like the coaching that felt a real kind of turning point of. I think this is what I'm supposed to do. Like I've, I'm a teacher as well, which I love. Um, but teaching is very different from when I first began. And, you know, it's okay to kind of love it, but still not, still want to do something else. Yeah, of course. So I've, re- I've really been looking into um, human design. <gasps> oh, my God. Are you? Uh, yeah. I, I, knew you, I knew that would be your reaction when you were going... Oh, she's just reading me and I'm thinking oh, I wonder what you are I wonder what you are. see I'm oh a projector I need to be a case study for you oh I'd love like I am not trained in it there's loads of people out there but I would happily kind of look into what what you are so I from and from learning that it's kind of like you said all those different elements of myself that I was like oh why why am I like shunning away from people but then I can be really and it's kind of my like design I'm designed to be I'm here as a guide which just fills me with so much kind of almost like grace and empowerment in that knowing that that is I'm right this is what I'm kind of here to to help others but I have to wait for invitation which is why with my coaching business I find it really hard (laughs) to try and attract sales because I just not sales just isn't me if people want to come and work with me I'm there with like open arms and I can get all flustered on God, I've done a few discovery calls where you know when you're like, oh for goodness sake, Michelle, you you kind of just <laughs> outsold yourself. <laughs> it just doesn't, but it's like learning, okay, there are ways of me doing that. And um and yeah, the the whole design thing of kind of I'm supposed to be I can have real highs and then I I really need to conserve my energy yeah it's kind of and that's the amazing thing that you can find out so much about yourself in whatever way that is and I I sometimes have to show myself a bit of patience and go which is where I'm at with the human design because I could kind of dive deep in and go all for it where I contacted someone else within the community and was who, who was um tra- who is trained in it and she was like Michelle looking at your there's like arrows that you have yeah maybe you need to show a bit of patience and just kind of take your time with it and just kind of really so that's what I've done but honestly when I when I I when I'm talking to other people I just get that sense of whether they would kind of take it on board and I've, I've used a bit of it. I'm not trained, like I said, but with um, one of my coaches, I was like, we were on a kind of more of a friendship call rather than a coaching call because um, you do get close to your coaches. Mm. Um, and I was saying to her, I was like, oh, my God, I was looking into human design. She was like, oh, look into me. So I looked into her and it was from this kind of free subscribe to this lady that was offering kind of um, marketing for coaches so I said to my friend, oh, you're, 
I think she was like a generator. I was like, oh, so you need to do this, this and this. I kid you not, within a week, she was like, oh, my God, Michelle, that has helped me. I now feel like I know where I'm going. Because um, you, you're so many oh elements. Oh, my God. So yeah. how do you use, how, how, because this intrigues me <laughs> so much. I love this. And I read it. <laughs> And I understand bloody nothing. There's a woman, yeah. there's a girl that I follow. Yeah. Um, who's she's incredible, but she's always putting stuff out like you're a projector, or you're a generator, or you're a something mm-hmm. manifesto, or you're this, you're yeah. that. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck am I? Because I could fit into God knows how many different of these categories. And I'm like, who am I? How do I use this? And like she gives you daily tips on like yeah. li- literally what you've just said, like what you can do to help yourself. But how do you even begin to understand what someone's design is? I just... It, well, the first thing you need to do is... Because there's free sites. So I think My Human Design is one by a girl called Zoe something. And then there's also My Body Graph. And again, I heard about this from a Roxy podcast that I was listening to months ago. And like you, Tia, I was like, I don't know what she means, but it sounds amazing. And And I actually looked at it and was like... I've got no idea what that meant. And then for some reason recently, I came back to it and kind of, you know, those light bulb moments of Mm -hmm. like, this just makes more sense. Like, it's all about that timing, right? About when you kind of, I think the universe sometimes just drops things to go, so what do you think about that? No, not quite ready yet. (laughs) (laughs) I'll save that for another time. Um, So yeah, if you go onto one of the free sites, like, my body graph or my human design you just type in your date of birth um and the time of it of which you were born and then it will come up with this kind of picture of a like human body with different centers so for you I think you'll really connect with it because it's all about like chakras and no one quote me on it because I am no way knowing enough about it but um there's so much you can get from a reading, which is why I think being a human design reader, it's quite costly to give people their readings because yeah. there's so much information you can get. But ultimately, you're kind of one of five types. I, like I said, I'm a, I'm a projector. And then they have different characteristics. And then once you, once you know that, you can then have like the nine centers they're either defined or undefined and that whether they're defined or undefined means different things so it's almost like it's a bit like astrology and like you're born on this day so well although I'm I'm totally confused on his um on that because they will change I only knew I used to be Aries and now I don't know what I am anymore um so that's and it's a bit like that but a lot more specific so oh my god yeah Michelle. I, think, I know I think we may have started something here um <laughs> but yeah perhaps after this call give me give me your details and uh, well you can do it yourself but I, oh I've no got, I've got this book that I'm kind of going through and trying to um but it it like even now I just feel so excited by even talking about it and this isn't something that I am trained in but it just feels right and that's where I think sometimes you you just have to go with your intuition and know with your gut that something is feeling right for you to do um a hundred percent I I I'm so led by my intuition now and it's it's something I think 
that's what's come for me first from my spiritual awakening is that my intuition is so heightened and you are so right when something literally makes you fizz inside you know that you're definitely onto something and everybody else looks at you like you're nuts yeah and they're like why 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 now and you're like just because I just know I'm supposed to um and you do I can hear it in your voice how excited um (laughs) you are which is so lovely so is that your next big step do you think do you think that's what you're going to get trained in yeah I really do I just I just need to take my time with it but um yeah it and, and it kind of really coincides with my coaching as well because for me coaching is all about helping people to get to where they want to go and by using the design it just then kind of just gives them more insight into who they are and why and kind of a bit of a kind of support system really um and understanding ourselves even clearer now some people think it's absolute you know, like with a lot Woo-hoo. of Woo. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? If that's what you think, that is fine. Um, but I think you just have to be open to to these things. And, you know, for me, spirituality has really been a great comfort. And I love what it brings to me and the people it brings to me as well. Because how many times have you met up with people and you're like, oh my god I was just meant to have met them 100% and then and equally there's some people that I think oh I wish they were still in my life but for whatever reason they're not and and actually that's okay as well because perhaps I had them when I needed them yeah I Uh, so agree with that like I don't know if you've read a book called the Celestine Prophecy Oh my god, I read that oh, years ago. I actually think that. I was just about to say that. I think I'm gonna have oh to god. do a reread of that book. And that is all about people for seasons or people for long term. Yeah. And that book was oh. just so incredible at making you um look at the relationships and the people that you had in your life and what their purpose was for and and the journey yeah. that you're on with each other and I, I I am so here for that I couldn't agree with you more we we have people that are there that are supposed to be there forever and then yeah. there are other people that we look back at and we think I loved you so much and I still wish you were here but yeah they, they did their job or yeah you did, or you equally you did your job for, for them, them. hmm totally and even those people that you meet in the street that you may never see again but you know they just make you smile and then if they smile back at you you're like well you've just made my day thanks yeah it's a connection but then equally I think I've walked past people in the past and I've sent such utter sadness and I always thought oh Michelle you're just making you know presumptions about that person you know nothing about them which I knew nothing about them but the more I'm understanding myself I'm like do you know what I probably did feel that energy of sadness with them Mm. um and that's where I think the more aware you again the more aware you are you can only develop better for yourself and everyone around you because I don't know about you Tia but since my self-development journey I feel my relationships are stronger not only with my like I've got such a better relationship with myself um and then all those people around me because I I kind of know and I'm comfortable more with who I am I know that 
if I don't want to socialise, then I don't have to. But then I know all those those people that will be there when you're when ready to. It. Yeah. Yeah. And I completely agree. I think loads of my relationships have improved. And I think that comes from the power of my own awareness, but also the power of finding my voice yeah. and not being scared to use it. Mm-hmm. Because... I, I never really got that when people said before, like, you need to stand in your power. And I kind of never got that or speak your truth. And I thought, well, I do speak the truth, but they mean it in a completely different way. And, and you're and you're so right. It's about that being able to say, well, no, I don't feel like that today and not being worried about what the yeah. what the result of that, that you declining that offer is going to be because you know that, that, that those people love you and that they'll be there on the other side when you're ready and and if mm-hmm. they're not then they're not the people they were the people that were there for the season you know yeah. they're not the people that were there for the long haul um so I just love it I've just I, I couldn't I literally everything you're saying I'm like oh she's so right this is exactly <laughs> how I'm feeling at the moment <laughs> and it's just so refreshing it's so nice that when you speak to people in our industry and as you said whether it's well-being whether it's spirituality however it is there is such a common theme and thread Mm -hmm. and and I do think (laughs) that we have got there and I'm so sorry you've got COVID I won't keep you I won't keep you forever I promise um I just think that they have got there from really truly doing all that inner work and understanding mm-hmm. themselves first and that's painful yeah I think people realize actually how painful that is to look at the shadow parts mm-hmm. of yourself because they're the bits of ourselves that we like the least yeah yeah and it's all those like I do a lot of work with some of my clients about like limiting beliefs mm-hmm. and I think that's where I for me personally where I struggle a lot in terms of manifestation because I I still have this kind of I don't think I'm worth it or that I it's almost like not that I'm worth it but whether I need it and that value to it Mm. and that's what I always struggle with where I could whenever I go shopping I can pretty much manifest my car park space which comes (laughs) back to what they said in the secret because to me that's kind of doesn't have a bigger impact but it does it's just like testing it out so I like testing it out but I'm almost not quite in my own power to kind of really go right this is what I want and this is what I'm going for and universe is just I'm just putting it out there um and I know you've done a lot on that I was just about to say so I tell you what we'll do you can do my human design and okay. it, you can come on to my module because I'm running an eight-week manifest course. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And I did it across eight weeks because of the self-sabotaging behaviour and the mm-hmm. self-limiting beliefs because of yes. how long it actually takes to work through those patterns. Oh, really? Um, so I've done it modular based. I've done it as a as a course, but I've also done them as modular based because not everybody struggles with the same areas, and they might just want yeah. one module. Oh, that's good. So with the um, limiting beliefs linked to manifestation and the self sabotage, you I'll send you the link for those because it's virtual. So I'll send you the link for those, Brilliant. and you Thank can you. come on to those two modules and see if we can iron anything out together because that would just be so much yeah. fun. Yeah. No, that would be amazing. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I think I, I've worked on a lot of limiting beliefs in terms of 
because I think there's so many areas right in within us of where we might not even be aware of where our limiting beliefs mm-hmm. are um so I think the more work you can you can do on them and you, you think oh I've done I've done limiting belief work I'm all done and I'm like yeah, no. I think there's lots to uncover really it depends on what you're actually working on and they can you think you sussed it and then it pops up again I it? so agree with you so I've done a lot around my money mindset and my mm-hmm. money and myself and my and the self-worth of money and everything else and yeah. I was involved in domestic to domestic violence relationships when I was younger so I've done a lot around um trust and wow. isolation and all those sorts yeah. of things but there are sometimes some stuff that pops up and I'm like it triggers me and I'm like oh my god I didn't even realize that that was an issue and it right. and it goes back like we have generational trauma that's passed down to mm-hmm. us and yeah all that sort of stuff and it's just sometimes you really are ticking along thinking everything's great and something will just pop up and you're like shit I've got a whole load of work to do around that and <laughs> It comes back to what you said earlier. You are never finished working on yourself. You just never, ever, ever are. Because there's it there's too many facets of us to think that we could fix ourselves in a lifetime, I think. Yeah. And and also life happens, right? And we have no specific control over that. So Mm -hmm. and then equally, I think. The only person we can control and can change is ourselves. So when you're, if you're around, you're willing to do that, but people around you aren't, that can have a huge impact on like, you know, like the whole, you know, vibe and energy, like you can walk in or if, you know, one of my kids is struggling, I just feel all their pain. Like my son's just gone through his GCSEs and I did have to do a lot of work on my inner child because it just took me back to when my brother was doing his GCSEs and my brother's older than me, but he, we didn't know at the time, but he was dyslexic. So then stressful. I, I then went back to my younger self and I could see the pain of me having to do my exams because my brother went through so much and didn't get his GCSE. So I wanted to get them probably for both of us. Mm. Um, and then my son is dyslexic as well. But then I was I was carrying so much of that pain, like almost like literally as baggage, even though like, yeah, I'm a coach and I know that, you know, you even with all those skill sets, things can still bring you down and you have to then go, right, I really need to work on this. And then I began to see that actually this was this was my that I needed to deal with. And my son is dealing with it his way. And yeah. yet he might not be writing out loads of notes and highlighting like I was because I just kept seeing myself at our old dining room table of like writing, writing, writing and kind of really feeling that pressure of having to do well, but equally not having that pressure, if you know what I mean. Like I don't. I think I put that all on myself. I don't, my parents were really supportive and didn't say, come on, you've got to get the GCSEs. It was, and that's where all those subconscious thoughts come in of, oh, I don't want to let them down or I don't want to let myself down. And, and then to actually, my son's got through them and, you know, and, and actually regardless of what his grades are, 
he did amazingly in that he had very little stress he was probably more prepared than I was but I was wanting this fight with the injustice of <laughs> Covid and that he didn't have all the teaching and it was unfair and I wanted to give him every bit of support like a scribe and this and that and he was like mum I don't want it he didn't want to be different he wanted to do it his way mm-hmm. and it's like oh my god like I'm just kind of wanting to try and take things away from him that actually he's not even feeling because his whole experience is totally different so even that like came with such empowerment of going right I really need to check in with myself of when I'm feeling such either that and it's those feelings that we don't like like the anger like the jealousy it's very easy to kind of bury them and not acknowledge them but I think that's where it can be more destructive for you for those around you we're actually acknowledging it and kind of well doing a lot of work on it and with help um from different coaches that I had but um yeah like it just kind of like I never I I never thought that would be the case like yeah I was worried about what the exams may may do and all that kind of what if he doesn't get them what if he doesn't get this well do you know what there's loads of people without this and who am I to say whether he's going to get them or not like what will be will be let's just that's his journey yeah and of course I'm his mum I love him I want him to do the best but doing the best can come in different ways as well so 100% and I think like you said something so amazing there <laughs> when you work on those bits of yourself the bits of yourself that you really don't like it is really empowering once you've gone through it yeah. and it is so true isn't it it's so hard to do yeah, but really once, hard. once you get to the other side and you look back and you've unlocked just a tiny bit of something mm. because they often lead to other things don't they you unlock That's something it. and you're like oh for god's sake yeah. it's something else now exactly it, it is so so empowering like I would honestly say to anyone that's listening to us have this conversation if you are if you're looking at yourself and you're thinking I'll deal with that bit later mm. it's the the difficulty and how hard it's going to feel is never ever ever going to change but the outlook and the perspective that you have after um of yourself once you've done that work changes dramatically and it brings such a different sense of self-awareness with it for you yeah it's it's incredibly empowering once you start doing that work it really is and actually I think the moment you become aware of it like you said is when you need to kind of grab hold of it with both hands and almost you have to really embrace her or him or whoever and go I still love you like you are part of me I might Mm. not I might not like showing you very much but you are there as part of me and you make me the person I am I don't and and kind of having those chats with yourself however that is be it within meditation um, journaling it can just be I think you need to kind of see that mirror reflection, like you said, but I think in some ways you need some recording of it because you need to be able to go back to it at some point and go, do you know what? I've come on so far from that moment. 
a hundred percent a hundred percent when I first started this I've got like I had bought journals and I bought about three or four at one time and they were big journals my husband's mm. like yeah, are you really going to use those I tell you what I had to go out and buy more journals the other day <laughs> don't mean just love journals like, like I know some people are like oh journal yeah whatever and I even get told by some people and I think I think it was Matthew McConaughey that said He's been such an avid journaler from the age of 12, apparently. And he was like, journaling doesn't have to mean pages and pages. Like, if that's what you need, that's great. But, like, for perhaps those that are listening, it could just be just doodling something or a sentence. Like, it doesn't, or just a list of words of how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, because otherwise, I think sometimes a lot of the self-help practices can feel so daunting and I've kind of like dug myself into a big hole of trying to achieve so much before I've even began and added a load of pressure on. So you really, I know within my kind of workshops and that, I really try and promote, you've got to find what works for you and have and do it consistently. Um, but it just because what works for me doesn't mean it will work for you. But if you keep hearing journaling, journaling, meditating, it's probably a reason for it because it is so powerful and often that part in your brain that goes oh that's just not for me actually that part might not be telling you what you need to hear and yeah and it can take a long time like I am no avid I'm not great at journaling but I do try and at least write something every day because it just for one it clears my head and if I've got like some pet peeve about something minute I can get it on there and it and it seems to like disappear like magic almost it's like a dump journal isn't it it's like it's it's a a dump journal and I think you're so right I think people because when I first started journaling I was like what the fuck am I doing like what am I writing about (laughs) it's like a diary yeah and I was like, oh, my God. And, and and you're right. It was like I was measuring myself by the amount that I was writing. Do I have to journal a whole page? Do I have to do this? And then do I have to do that? Mm. And I think the longer you do it for, the more comfortable you feel doing it. Because there is a bit of a, there isn't a knack, but you feel like there's a knack. Mm. So then you put yourself under pressure not to do it because you think like you're doing it wrong. And it, and it is so unique. It is so down to the individual and and I think that's like you you said it a minute ago it's everything you have to try it and then see if you like it and see if it fits and then if it you might need to tweak it yeah slightly you know and sometimes you have to come back to things as well because like I don't know about you I tried meditating years ago and was like yeah whatever same probably only recently when actually I really needed to meditate like it was almost like my body needed to tell me something as weird and as woohoo as that may sound and it was probably my most powerful meditating session because I really listened to myself and I I was almost able to heal what I was struggling with I love meditation you know I do I don't I bang on about it all the time and you're right it's such a powerful practice but hard to do yeah and I think it's hard because everything's busy like I I used to do the whole 4am thing and get up really early get things done and it was great but I just I think whether it's I'm older I love my sleep more I haven't got that kind of 
I just haven't got the energy to get up and do that. So rather than spending like 20 minutes or an hour on meditating, if I can do five minutes a day, that is five minutes of really valuable time mm. of. And, and I think, again, it's just like you said, tweaking things to what works for you. And there's so much information out there on like TikTok. Like I think it's a new moon tonight. And it we is, all get, it is. <laughs> and we're like, oh, my God, right. So I've got to do this, this and this. And then more often than not here, I forget to do it. But I because in my mind, there's so many things that I want to do to make myself feel so much better. But actually, sometimes I just have to let certain things go. You do. It's just respecting ourselves, isn't yeah. it? I, just, I Last week, I got back into bed two days on the trot. And I was, I just, and I never would have done that before. I'd have pushed myself through like, mm-hmm. everything's okay, it's okay. Well, it isn't okay. And I need to respect that it's not okay. And I need to let myself have those two days. And I'm yeah. so glad I did because if I hadn't, that would have dragged on for weeks. Yeah, because I was fighting it instead of just saying, "Well, that, that it is what it is." And you're right; you can you can only take on so much at one time. And I've mm-hmm. come into this field from a really I've come in from the woohoo part of it. Do you see what I mean? Like that's the bit that intrigued yeah. me first. It was it was the full moons. It was the all those sorts of rituals and everything else. Um, and there's such an overlap with spirituality and and coaching. You know the practical yeah. side of coaching. Anyway, we just oh, call totally. it different things. Um, which which in some ways is why who I trained with was more. There's so many. Sorry, my dog right, is fine, going fine. mad. Um, someone's at the door. Um, <laughs> it was also quite funny how she started woofing as <laughs> barking as soon as we said the full moon I was like well you know you know what tonight is <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was gonna say oh, where were we what were we I saying? don't know we were saying you said the the teacher that you were with um when I said that I've come from the woohoo side and there's a complete crossover oh, yeah. between so like the coaching course that I did had a lot more spiritual side to it. Like that's what attracted me. Like when you said all oh, the woohoo attracted me, I'm like, actually that attracted me as well. Because when I have kind of approached other like coaching, like directories to like, oh, we haven't heard of that one. And it, they've got a bit like, I don't know, snobby. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's because I'm not I'm not a corporate girl that doesn't mean I can't coach anyone that is in the corporate world because you know amazing we're all humans we all you know pull our pants up every every day or hopefully everyone does Um, (laughs) but you know I am more in tune with the spiritual side and and learning and slowly getting to know more and more because there's so much to learn isn't there like yeah um yeah it's just just incredible it, I absolutely I love it I just it just and you, and it there's always it always leaves you wanting more yeah you know I mean it always yeah. leaves you wanting more it's incredible and coming back to that new moon there is a new moon tonight it's in cancer <sighs> it's in cancer and I'm I am doing a virtual but you see how you feel later I'll send okay, you the link and if you want to, if you want to join, you can. Oh yes, and, and if you... I'm up for that. <laughs> Just see how, how you feel. Well, you did that one live, and I was like, 
but see, this is where I, where before I would have just gone, I'd have come up to where you were. And I was like, as much as I would like to go, it's an hour there, an hour back. And I think I'd work or something else the next, the next day. I was like, okay, there'll be other opportunities. And of course there always is, isn't there? But... Yeah. Well, I've got a lady that joins from Af- South Africa, from Joburg. Wow. I know, don't ask. So she... <laughs> She obviously does it virtually. And I thought, well, why am I going to make Michelle come all the way up here? Yeah. She can do it virtually. But, you know, long-term plans are, is that one day I'm hoping to hire that space that um, our Miss Nafousi uh, had hired for the workshop that we oh, met really? at. Yeah, yeah. So watch out that for that. That was incredible. Was, oh, wasn't it gorgeous? So um, I think that's a long-term plan. I keep trying to want to fulfil long-term was. plans in a short space of <laughs> time. But, are you um, gonna get the dirty? Uh, <laughs> are you gonna get the dirty boys in as well? <laughs> I don't know. Do you remember that? Back with those. Try the tea. <laughs> yes, I don't know. We'll give it a go. We'll see. I was like, it a go. I, I really want to like it, but I just—it's horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's horrible that tea. Yeah, I, I imagine. I think we all went up because they were so nice they were lovely but and the health benefits from that something that tastes that nasty that it has to be so beneficial for you like I so get it but I just maybe we're not there yet I reckon two years time you and I maybe tea drinkers yeah we'll (laughs) we'll we'll get back to them but you know when you're like I really want to like this because it sounds amazing and we were all drinking it going but, yeah, I don't think it's me. But well done to anyone that can drink the herbal what, mushrooms it was, wasn't it? 100% I take my hat off because the benefits from them sound insane. They sound Yeah, well, insane. Roxy drinks it. But I know she does. And she's that gorgeous little thing she is, isn't she? I know. See, we're back to Roxy. We I always know, back to Roxy, we are. Don't we? <laughs> we are stalkers. Right, before, <laughs> before I sign off, before I sign off, because I could literally talk to you all flipping day. I, I so enjoy having a conversation with Me you. Me too. I love it. Um, what's coming up for you? What's anything new? Anything you want to make okay. us aware of? Well, do you know what? Before I came on this call, so my thing with coaching, like I said earlier, is I really struggle with the whole kind of prices and things. And mm-hmm. we come back to my self-worth. And some people just don't feel they can afford coaching and and the prices can vary from coach to coach so I literally before I came on this call was thinking right how can I make it approach how can I get people to be coach but at a more reasonable price that they can afford Mm -hmm. so watch out for I'm trying early early days but coming up with a coaching circle where there'll just be six men or women who can come every week for six weeks and we will work out what get clarity on what your goals are where you want to get to work through those kind of limiting beliefs support a little community you can check in with me and I'm there to help you um, and then that way I feel I'm serving and helping people that perhaps might not be able because investing in ourselves is a lot right like yeah I'm all about self-development but it can take 
a lot to then go yeah I'm willing to spend that amount of money on myself per week or every other week yeah and I think people could look at my website and go oh I can't afford her I would just say make that call with me and you know I will make it work that that's the thing if we're if you're connected to me or and that's the other thing coaching you have to be connected to that your coach yeah you've just got to feel it and if I'm not right for you that's fine there's so many other amazing coaches out there that may be better for you and and that's okay so um yeah check out my website it's www.michellepritchard.co.uk and I think my Instagram is michelle.com underscore Pritchard or it might be the other way around um, I will put all of your um, links in the show notes because lovely. honestly anyone that's listening like, and that circle please let me know when you launch that because I will put that all over my Insta oh, um, honestly I, I, I love speaking to you and I could only imagine that if I was in the coaching environment that I would seek solace in the advice that you would give. You know, you've just got such a warm, gorgeous Aww. personality. You really have. You, you're such a warm person. I, I could speak to you for ages. So <laughs> anyone that's listening and that feels like they need a little bit of self-help, please check out Michelle's page, oh, um, you. her website. Um, you can't, I will vouch that you can't go wrong. I really will. And um we must have you on again because I think you and I could just like wow. talk for hours. We probably could, couldn't we? <laughs> yeah. And this is your first pod, and you are so you are such a natural. Oh, so well, you it. are too kind. You are too kind. Thank you. You make it so, so easy though. And I loved your podcast and just everything you do. You just um you're a real inspiration. So thank you, Tia. Thank you. Thank you so much. And um I will catch up with you. I've got your number now, so I'm going to yeah, save and that I number. Will, I will um, sort out your human design. Oh, yes. And, um, we'll look into that together. Yeah, that lovely. And yeah. I will let you know about the um, courses. The course starts on the 7th, so I'll let you know when your module's up so you can just join. All right, my darling. Well, okay. you have okay. a wonderful week. I wish you, you Happy full moon. And I will see you later. <laughs> yeah, see you later. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, my lovely. Bye, Bye darling. Bye. Tribe Raising the Vibe with Tia will be aired twice a week on Wednesdays and Sundays. Not only will I be sharing my passion about self-development, I'll be sharing stories, I will interview experts in the field of self-development, hold interactive Q&A sessions from our tribe. My hope is to share my passion and build a community that will support one another through their self-development journey. Find me on any social network platform at the Tribe Raising the Vibe. Make sure you subscribe, rate and comment on any podcast app.